You will tell niggas that's what happened. No, no, no. That's yo, 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 yo. What's good, bro? Show sound. What's up? What's up? What's up, world? What's good with it, man? Welcome to How another episode. I'm feeling good, B. You know what I'm saying? We living, you know? Beautiful world man. out here, man. How you feeling, B? That's okay. I'm all right, man. I can't complain. Like I said, we living. Another day, another Tuesday, another 10 Tuesday. Yes, yeah. sir. So, yeah. Go ahead and introduce yourself, though, man. Let's get it. As you know, you know what I'm saying? Zell, a.k.a. Zell Scanada, a.k.a. Godzilla, however you want to say it. And we in here. Go on, introduce yourself, Choke. Welcome on, welcome on, welcome on, it's your boy, Bro Guy Slim. Uh, welcome to Tim Talk. Uh, we here for another episode. Appreciate you all for stepping in live. If you ain't here live right now, um, some quick announcements. I guess I got for myself. Um, you know, been working on a brand called Ten Signatures, um, and I'm looking to have some masks coming real soon. So just keep a lookout for that. Um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna have some masks coming soon and some other things as well in the near future. But just keep a lookout for the mask and they should be touching down real, real soon. Yes, but, sir. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into the show. Way. 10 signatures. You Appreciate already know it. Yeah, Appreciate support it like it's your Appreciate own. And that's, it. and that's what we gotta learn to support my brother's shit like it's my shit. So I'm rocking with it. 10 signatures right. and make sure that you look it up. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, big bro. But we can go ahead yes, and get sir. into the show, man. We can go ahead and get into the show. Um, today, yes, sir. You know, we're gonna talk about this little thing of ours called hip hop. Um, hip hop. Uh, started out on you the know, block. Hey, <laughs> but mainly like you know, like where you um, you know, where you begin to love hip hop. You know, when you first. Yeah. I guess found hip hop, you know, like what was that first let's song start with that, that. your soul? You know what I mean? So yeah, let's go ahead and get into it, man. So I guess I'm gonna go ahead and ask you, when did you as as far as you can remember, you know, when did you fall yeah. in love with hip hop? As far as I can remember, my first song that I fell in love with was Nothing But a G Thing by Dre and Snoop. Mm. I don't know what it was. It was the beat or the, the melody to it. But that mm-hmm. always just touched my heart and they always bring back their memories. But one funny yeah. story, though. Uh-huh. When I was younger, my mama told me when I was a little baby, Naughty by Nature's, you down with OPP? Yeah, you know me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That was my shit. Yeah. I was a little baby throwing my hands in the air, you know? <laughs> so I think Young Godzilla in the car seat going crazy. <laughs> yeah. You down with <laughs> And it's crazy. That's I think funny. it's in my blood from since then, man. So, but my recollection was Dr. Dre, and I give credit to Dr. Dre over Snoop, you know, because Dr. Dre's voice was so it felt like it cut through the beat, and it was so powerful. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that will really draw my attention to it. So, yeah. Okay. What about you? Okay. Um, for me, um. I honestly the the my first memory is honestly which is crazy is like um blueprint mm. only because like I just remember like my older brother Rez like yeah. playing that shit endlessly like he just played it so much when we were young yeah. um well when I was younger you know what I mean like that's like the first thing that I could really remember like when I was Can I ask you a question this, this shit is hard what? yeah go ahead 
What was the song that got you? Because I know what song got me on Blueprint. What was your like song that got you on the album? I mean, now um, I would have to say just say in general, you know, just because whatever you know. What was the one song on there that you can kind of recollect? Well, that I can remember as far as like back back in the day for me, it was like Song Cry. That I think that mm. stuck with me. You know what I mean? That joint really yeah. stuck with me. And it could have something to do with the, you know, the singing and the R&B fact of it again, because even still, I and it's not necessarily hip-hop, but it is hip-hop, but oh, it's I remember, yeah. like, vividly, my mama listening to Mary J. Blige, like, dumb crazy. Yeah, you know that's crazy, because like, that's been on my mind. Like, when I think of Mary J., I think of hip-hop, because R&B back then was, you know, we was born in the 90s. I was born in 92. Right, me too. Yeah. yeah, so like back then, hip hop and R and B was like united, and it felt great. Yeah, Mary J. Blige yeah. was the only one I know. I want to hear that whole album. When I heard "What's the Four One One," man, uh-huh. you know, because you can feel it in there, you know. And yeah, she that's yeah, what, that real pain. You can feel that shit, man. That's crazy. You said that. Yeah, you can feel yeah. that. Yeah, and that show that you put me on, I'm gonna put it to the world. It's called what's called Hip Hop Undercover or Hip Hop. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, hip hop uncovered. It's on. FX. Yeah, that's a really important show because I feel like it shows you why hip hop is so connected to the streets, yeah. and it shows you it's a music from the streets, you know. So when you hear even Mary, you can feel the streets in her voice. That's what connects that's you to the fact. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. But yeah, I, I I remember my mom listening to a lot of Mary J. Blige, you know. So I, I would say that influenced me loving hip hop. But definitely that. But I'm gonna say. For sure, when I really, really started loving it was um, and it and it kind of like made me like want to do it as well was when I yeah. heard um, "Go DJ" by Lil Wayne, bro. Mm. Like, yeah, the way Tell me Wayne was going on that jump, bro. Like, I, you know, I was blown away. Like, I was just, it was, it was mind blowing to me to hear Wayne go like that on on the "Go DJ" song. But yeah, go ahead. And let me ask you a question because this is this is good to listen uh, hear about because so it sounds like you kind of started to hip hop a little later. Would you say that? It, like what, it would it would it would seem like that, but I'm just, and I'm gonna say yeah. Matter of fact, I'm gonna say yeah because I mean honestly, yeah, okay. like growing up, you know, growing up, you know, we was like in the church and all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wasn't necessarily like buying CDs or um anything like that you know what i mean i wasn't yeah. i wasn't buying my own cds and stuff like that like i even remember, remember as a kid you know um my dad used to have this uh african-american camp in atlanta mm-hmm. and um he took us to the tupac museum where ironically we got the uh you know it's, which is another crazy story but we got to meet a shakur you know what mm, i'm saying wow. so um but in the midst of that we in the museum um and I have a little bit of money on me, so I buy the Tupac uh, Greatest Hits album. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? But I wasn't supposed to buy the explicit version. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, I guess somehow my dad found out that I bought the explicit version, and he had the clean version. So he swapped my disc out, bro. Swapped me out for the clean <laughs> version. Yeah. Swapped yeah. me out. So we get in the car, and I hear my Tupac playing in his car and shit. It was just, it was funny, but. Yeah, man. That's good so, parenting, though. That's but good yeah, parenting. Man, I, I guess I guess I did get introduced to it, which you would call a little bit late. But which, but what is yeah. still funny to me is that I I wrote my first rap song at nine years old. So how late? Yeah. 
did I get into it? You know what but I mean? But you know, so, hip hop is is bigger than the mainstream version of it. You know, it's always mm-hmm. in our blood. So even in the church or even in the music that we've been listening to, mm-hmm. hip hop is so deep in our blood and our culture that it's still a part of that. You know, so mm-hmm. I can always see you can be whatever age to get into this, and once you really hear it, it's gonna hit you because it's really that deep. You all know? connected. It's so it's all connected. It is. It is yeah. hip hop is so, and that's how I look at it too. I look at hip hop. People say the hip hop culture, but I look at the hip hop culture as like our black culture for real. Like yeah, to me, I, I mean, it, at least little... in my mind, it's like you mm-hmm. know, our, our culture was quote unquote stolen from us. You know what I'm saying? So we don't really know exactly. That's I mean, true. we know what our culture is, but we don't know exactly we don't what our know. culture is. So we had to create our own culture. And I feel like what we created was hip hop. And that's our culture, our way of life, the way we dress, the way we walk, the way we talk. Yeah. What we and eat, it influences everything we do, you know? I can look at it deeper. It's like, I know this might sound crazy, but it, it's a form of religion as some people, you know? It actually saved lives to me, you know? And if you think yeah. about it, hip hop, is it's not just the music. It's mm-hmm. It's a... It's deeper than that, you know what I mean? It's like, if you really break down the whole laws of hip-hop or what it is, it is knowledge itself and yeah. learning who you are. So if you yeah. think about it, it, the hard part about hip-hop is you got to decipher it. You got to yeah. look between the lie and learn what they're really saying. Yeah. Instead of yeah. getting mesmerized in the words, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like poetry, you know what I mean? You got to yeah. read it out and decipher it. Yeah. Real quick, we got a little message. Let's see what's up. Hey, how y'all doing? My name is Lucy Lou. I'm doing well. How about you? Nice, right, nice, right. nice. Okay, Lucy yeah, Lou. I hear that, you. <laughs> Go that ahead. me that cousin Skeeter, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, she got that melody. Uh, That's the 90s, though. That's the 90s flow. I like that. Yeah, if, they, if you don't know. Cousin Skeeter, yeah. It's our story. It's, it's us telling our story, and it comes from gospel music and has expanded to hip-hop and stuff, but that's what the slaves and stuff did to tell their story. You know, they mm. just did it through gospel yeah. music and stuff, and it just ex- has expanded now that, you know, the younger generations and stuff can relate to it, but in a different way. That's, yeah, that's but powerful. I mean, Let me speak on real. that real quick. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I feel... I feel what she said is 100% the truth, like the slaves music. And you got to understand, yeah. this is exactly what it is to me. It is that, you know, it's speaking for the unheard and the unvoiced, you know, and mm-hmm. some of that pain that they feel. Because you got to understand, everything that someone shows, it was taught to them, you know? So mm-hmm. when people always talk about hip-hop is this, hip-hop is that, you got to understand that we was taught that by America, you know, by our mm-hmm. conditions. Yeah. So we might not have the conditions of our slaves, you know, we got to show all respect. I feel like we get lost in everything. We got to see where we really come from and the pain that they really had, you know? And I think people don't understand that that pain still lies in us. So they yeah. feel like we're so quick to attack. We're so quick to feel hurt and feel, but they don't understand that that pain still lies in us and we mm-hmm. still get treated that way. So hip hop is a savior to a lot of people, you know? That's real, yeah. man. That's real. Saved a lot of lives, changed yeah, a lot of lives. I mean, shit. For me, like, it, again, we like, can switch it to the next subject. Like, what's our impact? Like, the impact of hip hop in your life? Ah, man. The impact, the influence. I think it has impacted and influenced my life, like, 
to the tenth power. You know what I mean? Like again, like I said before, I feel like everything I I do is hip hop. You know what I mean? The way I talk, the way I walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? The clothes I wear. Um. You know, it's it's all hip hop, or it comes from, you know, a part of hip hop. So I feel like for me, it's influenced me. You know, to the tenth power. You know. Whether, yeah. you know, that was positively or negatively as far as, you know, like drinking or whatever, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. you know, Influence. learning about your, yeah, learn about your culture or, you again, like just anyway, like I feel like it's influenced me to the same power, but I love hip hop. I listen to it every day. I honestly don't know what I would do without it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I agree with you, bro. I feel like hip hop is so powerful. It was infiltrated. If you take it back to the last episode mm-hmm. about the Quintel Pro. I believe hip hop was infiltrated as well to make us be more influenced into the wrong, you know, because if you think about the start of hip hop and what people think is, you know, people don't want to hear so much positive rap or this type of conscious rap. But for me, hip, that's what drew me to hip hop. It's like, yo, this is like reality, you know? This is not mm-hmm. no bubble gum, no pop, you know what I mean? No, just dancing. This is something that make you aware of what's going on around you. You know, and I think for me, it's the skill level of taking something and breaking it down into a rhyme scheme and a form and make it entertaining. You know, a lot yeah. of times as a mainstream rappers, they got to find a way to entertain the crowd. So people like Tupac or anybody like that, they take mm-hmm. their message and put it into a form where you can still be entertained but still learn something if you really listen, still be empowered, you know? But I think yeah. it was lost during time and people just more, say, glamorize it than actually taking lessons from it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, luckily, you know, we still got the the few and far between that still give us the knowledge or, you know, uh, the, the substance within their raps, you know what I mean? We got the J. Coles, um, the Lupe's, uh, you know, the black thoughts, the the people like that that are actually still um you know talking yeah. about substance within their rhymes, you know what I mean, not just flossing on everybody and flexing on everybody all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I feel like that's where we lost it. I mean, and I'm gonna take it back to the word of the day from yes uh last episode, accountability. The new word of the day for this one is acceptance. We gotta mm. accept that we served ourselves more than we served the people. Mm. A lot of times we got to accept that. Sometimes it ain't like an accident this is what it is. It ain't mm-hmm. an accident that anybody can jump on the mic and make a hit song because we gave that away. And we got to accept that. Like hip-hop was supposed to be something that we guarded and only a certain amount you know what I mean? Like we could have took it like that. Yeah. But we got to accept that only five or six rappers that's really doing it is not enough, really, because when hip-hop was built, it was built on something different, you know? It wasn't yeah. built on repping your gang or repping your neighborhood. Yeah. Sometimes right. we got to accept that we went the wrong way, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's real. That's, that's the only real. way we can bring it back. That's real. I mean, well, how do you think we bring it back, though? Like, how do you think we... Uh, you know, revert our past transgressions. Like, how do we, how do we fix that? Me, I don't think it's no going back. I think we just gotta go forward and kind of just implement more structure. 
implement mm-hmm. more respect for ourselves, you know? Certain mm-hmm. things that we allow go on, just allow it go on. It's like this. Mm-hmm. We got to separate ourselves at times. We got to accept mm-hmm. who we are. We don't have right. to follow the crowd. Just because everybody's liking this post or everybody's into it, you got to accept who you are. If you just follow along with it, who are you to say what's right or wrong? Sometimes you got to just pick your side. It's not to say That's that true. you against the other side. It's just to say that I look at myself with more respect to be put out there like that. Because I understand this. It doesn't only get learned till you get older. A lot of times, this is what our people was telling us when we was growing up. Put your pants up, make a little more respectable. But you got to stand. Right. When you're growing up, you got to be rebellious. You know, it's just in us. So yeah. when you it's a part reach of a life. certain point, exactly, it is. But when you reach a certain point in life, you got to accept that I'm growing up and I got to change, you know? Yeah. And some people do it quicker than others. You're right. Some people do it quicker than others, but I think it's all about being outside of the box. When you're growing up, sometimes you box yourself in in certain things. And my blessing was, you know, I grew up with my father, my brother, and my two brothers. Mm-hmm. One of my brothers, he was more alternative, so he put me on different type of music, you know? He put me right. on different bands and different things. Right. He'll cut the screen off, play a song, and be like, tell me who this is, you know? And you mm-hmm. got to understand that was increasing my knowledge of music, you know? Right. So sometimes you need to be around the right people to open you up to different lanes. Because you got to understand music controls your mind at a certain point. It, it drives you. It does. It drives you, you know? Yeah, I take it back to Wayne. When Wayne came out with his incredible style, you know, he was doing what he was doing, but he did influence a lot to be like him. By doing lean or repping yeah. bloods, yeah. and we got accept tattoos that. on the face, yeah, color dreadlocks, everything. But yeah. me personally, I'm not in the place to judge that because I feel like I feel like everybody has the lane to be who they want to be. But yeah. I feel like sometimes people don't really know who they are, so they just mm. follow that. So if you're not really knowing who you are as a kid, and you take this lifestyle growing up, you gotta accept that change that you need. But see, I think that's tough, though, because as a kid, you, you're not doing nothing but trying to figure out who you are. You know what I mean? Like, you, your parents yeah. can't tell you who you are. Like, your friends can't. You know, you got to go out there, try different things, experience different things, and figure out exactly who you are. So that's kind of tough. You know what I mean? But, I, but you know, the truth to me is that's when our responsibilities take into lead. And it's hard to talk about. Because, you know, I can say it myself, we're not doing everything that we say that we want to do. But I think the conversation will bring it to a level where we can understand more, you know. I think that mm-hmm. these kids now, they don't get the acceptance from us or they don't get the acceptance from the ones above them, you know. We looking down on them a lot of times. And sometimes yeah. when you embrace them, that's all they really need, you know. And it's not about changing them. It's about showing them that you there, you know? Because yeah. at, a, at, a, at a certain time, when you feel like nobody's really there for you, you just try to fit in. And you're trying to mm-hmm. find out who is that team that's going to really be there for you. So yeah. in hip-hop, we really need to be there for our youngins because they're real smarter than we really know they are, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, again, just to go back to me as a kid doing hip hop, like I said, me, Spree, and Ray, man, we did our first song. We was what? I was nine, Spree was 10, I think Ray was like 11. I swear that was the age, you know. We did our first yeah. song called Haterade at that age, you know what I mean? Where we went, <laughs> yeah. We went, found the beat, found the recording software, and all of that on our own, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, but, you know, we were still told, hey, you got to finish school before you can do this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? When yeah. It's like, that, I just I just look at it like, dang, why didn't you, yeah, like, why didn't you take those skills and structure them and hone them and, like, figure out how to help us enhance what we already kind of figured out how to do on our own? You know what I mean? Like, we had some type of skill at 9, 10, and 11, excuse me, 9, I, 10, and 11 to sit and create a whole song, record it, and perform it to you guys. But you I don't gotta wait, my, you know what I mean? But go ahead. My my perspective of that is it's like as a as a kid, you want to grow your skill level. It's good to be skilled at one thing, but mm-hmm. what do you want to be that you know you want to have multi-skills? You don't want to be an entertainer all your life. It's good to entertain and do that, you know, it's fun, but to be an actual complex person, you want to learn more different things. You don't want to box yourself in just learning music. Because at the end of the day, we don't realize that we can learn all of this stuff at the same time. We can learn our music, learn what we need to learn. You know, because some things, it's not really about what you want to do. It's about structure and discipline. Like, sometimes I got to put up with this shit just so I can live the way I want to live. Yeah, but I I feel like that's the same point I'm making, you know? Like, um, I feel like we could have done the school and uh, got structure into learning how to create music if that's something at a young age that we found that or figured out that we wanted to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even like it, but, it's, it, it's so bad to the point that I wanted to do it from that age all the way up until I turned about like what, 23 maybe? Well, we didn't realize you know that what we could did it on our own, you know? Soldier Boy yeah, showed but, us that like the equipment, like y'all was geniuses, man, to put that together at the age of nine. And that's but my sometimes point, you need like, somebody to take you to that next level because you right. only know so much. But you got to right. realize, man, we could have did a lot of that right there at home. We don't need the so-called needs that they need in the industry, man. Right. And again, I, yeah. I'm not even I don't even know if I'm necessarily saying that we would need needed that. I just think that it's like, dang, like. You know, I mean, you know, your kids showing you that they're interested in, you know, this music thing, this hip hop culture. Granted, you may not like it that much or know that much about it, you know, as a parent. Um, but it's just like, you know, why not? Why not try? You know, what I mean, why not try to uh, but push them in that direction or push them? You know, I, I let me try to put it into a way that you know I can try to make it for you to understand. It's like. You got to accept that a lot of things that we feel in our heart, people ain't going to understand that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They not going to okay. love it like you do, you know? Okay. So sometimes we would stop ourselves just because we deterred from a person who's not understanding that, you know? But okay. as a kid, you really not going to know that. So if you're around the right people, they're going to tell you the right things, you know? Mm-hmm. And you got to look at life is not an accident. So maybe at that time, it really wasn't at the time. It wasn't our time. Yeah, that's I, true. I feel like, yo, we don't really see that we were. I mean, this is my opinion. I'm going to start off by saying that. I feel like a lot of things, it's easy 
for kids to be brainwashed too because we're the ones that is targeted for that. You know what I mean? When they making all this stuff, they targeting it for the kids. They targeting it for the youngins so they can program us and have us on that, you know? So mm, once we program, it's up to our parents to really, you know what I mean? Reel us back us. in. Yeah, exactly. Reel us back in. I got so you. So once you. we don't understand that, then we got to make it a point to understand that when we get older, you know? I got it. I got it. 100%. I get that. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Let's see, man. Uh, what was our next topic, man? Let's go ahead and get into the next one, man. But yeah, that showed the impact of our lives. I feel like the impact of hip hop to me was a whole lot. And I'm not going to say it was all good. You know what I mean? And I like to pull out the bad too, you know? Because it's easy for you to, when you are a youngin and you listen to music, you you just listen to what you think you hear and you thinking this is what it's supposed to be. It's, mm-hmm. We don't see it as entertainment, you know? Mm-hmm. I think we're missing that factor in it. I feel like the impact on hip hop on my life it stopped me to a certain degree, and I won't blame hip hop. I only blame myself, and that's called acceptance. You know, I accept that. But I right. believe certain things weren't cool, or it wasn't, you know, me for me, and it stopped me from being more open minded, and stopped me from being more accepting of other ways. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a problem to me because if we don't put a line between fiction and reality. Everything is gonna become one. I feel like that's where we at now. We don't know what's real and what's fake. That's deep. That's deep. That's so, because it's important to put the negatives in with the positives as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, hip hop, as far as negatively influencing our culture. I mean, again, man, I feel like that goes back to the, like you were saying earlier, the gang influence, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The influence of lean, um, the pill, how how all the youngins is doing pills and shit now, you know what I mean? Just basically the whole drug wave, um, which again came from one of my favorite artists, Lil Wayne possibly started that with the, oh, I feel like dying and all of that back in the day. I don't know if you remember all of that, but, yeah. you know, but classic you. Wayne shit, but yeah. Yeah, but hip hop always been in the streets and drug related, but it just switched forms. You know, I can't say it's worse now that people are taking drugs than back in the day when they were selling drugs. Because at the end of the day, it's like you can't put two evils against each other. Sometimes yeah. you gotta accept, like, okay, wrong is wrong. You know, it's not supposed to be right. This is not supposed to be right. This is art. You know what I mean? So mm. no one can tell you this is right or wrong. It's because really art up is up for interpret. Exactly. It's up for interpretation. Yeah, it's but it's interpretation. It's up to us to kind of put it in its place. Because when you watch watching movies, and let's say this movie says it's based on a real life story, mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten, it's probably not even all the way real. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's just like maybe this little scene was, or maybe that little scene was, but most of it is just fictionalized, so you can enjoy the movie still. <laughs> exactly. So once we understand, that's the real trick in the game to me. It's the tricking you to believe in this is real. You know, mm-hmm. you got to understand that certain situations is not going to lie for everybody. Just because it works for this person in one way is not. And if we don't have no direction, we got to blame ourselves, you know? We can't mm-hmm. look at the music for blame, but we got to also look at the music as like a teacher because it's like, yo, you are the leaders in our community. You are the ones that's kind of doing what we want to do 
to a certain right. extent. We want to be bosses in this world in America, you know? Yeah. So with that leadership, who's the ones that's going to tell them that, yo, leading these people to shoot niggas on the side of the corner is wrong? I mean, right. I ain't gonna, I, I hate saying that because some people feel so against that, but I feel like once you have responsibilities when you grow up, you got to accept, like, yo, what type of people are we making? Are we making leaders in our country or are we making the next slaves that's going to be in jail, man? And that's mm. the truth to me, you know? The new slaves, the end, like Kanye said. Yeah, man, our leaders, they, they're not really our leaders if they're not really putting the foot down, you know? They're put there for a reason. But I don't want to get on that. Let's 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 just so I call it. All right, go ahead. Hit it. What the fucking shit? You done the mouth for playing your fucking mouth, mate? To my bro, man. You said. Yeah, 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 motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you talking about, man. I don't even know what you talking about, but yeah, we are. Anyway, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Yeah, but I think yeah. it's important. I just feel like this, man. We need to respect this hip hop bigger than we do. We're looking at it like it's just a music. You know, we're letting a lot of this stuff become just pop. It's not even us mm. doing it. It's pop, yeah. you know? Yeah. We and need that, to really respect crazy, the culture. That's why I was talking to my lady about the other day. I was like, you know, hip-hop is pop because pop is nothing but the most popular genre. And now that hip-hop has became pop, you know, like but we let were me speaking keep... about earlier, it's really no longer ours no more. It's, it's out of our hands now, for real, for real. I feel like rap is pop. Hip hop is hip hop and rap is pop. Anybody mm, explain can explain that to me then. I feel like rap is a form of music. You know, rap is a part of hip hop, but it's not hip hop to me. Hip hop is bigger than just rap. You know what I mean? A lot of people will understand that. That's why when you listen to the radio and you can hear some music that's influenced by rap and they're sounding like us, you know that's not us. But they're trying to tune into us, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's that's just how you see it to me. You know, and a lot of times people just look at this. I mean, at the end of the day, the music industry is an industry. So if you want to go in there and make money, you got to conform to a certain type of style, you know? Exactly. If you if you out there doing, if you look at listen to the radio right now, this is what they want put out to the masses, you know? You're not gonna go in there just changing up what they got going on. It's been working too long. And you got to understand that the shit that we listen to on the radio is programmed. We need to deprogram for certain type of things that we listen to. I, I feel. I mean, that's, that's why opinion. it's called radio programming. Yeah. You know what I and mean? It's switched and over to the Apple Music and, uh, you know, just the uh, streaming services. Even yeah, the movies now, we watch. I guess it's basically the playlisting now, huh? Yeah, and they're making us lazy. They don't want us to go out there and search for it ourselves. They want to curate it for us. They want to like, oh, I know what you like. Yeah, keep on listening to that shit. Keep on putting it on this. Keep on putting that. And yeah. I see that they use the TikToks to make it popular. So once, see, their, fame, their favorite celebrity posting that shit, everybody's posting it now, you know? And yeah. if you're smart enough, you can understand that this is a you know, you got to play chess, not checkers. You got to see who is working the boards behind the game, you know? Right. And that's what I kind of separate hip-hop and rap into that point, you know? Rap is used by the labels or whatever, you know, to market that, what they want. Hip-hop is an actual 
culture or religion, other people, you know, that it's just you. in their blood. Yeah. I get you. I get you. I get you. That's why people don't. Okay, I get you. So it's like people. I got you. I got you. It's like people saying they're not really. They say that they're rappers. They don't really say that they're like hip hop artists or nothing like that. Because like you saying, hip hop is a culture. It's a way of life. It's a. I get you. Damn. That's and deep. to me, to me, you can be hip hop and don't even listen to rap. You can yeah. listen to R and B or whatever, but that don't not make you hip hop. You know, hip hop is is something deeper than just the music. It's really. It's a confidence in yourself. It's what the it's the way you see yourself. You know, you gotta really decide to be in that. You know, it don't really. It's not something everybody understands, and you gotta know that. But you don't have to conform to what everybody's doing in hip. I mean, in rap. You know, to me, mm-hmm. rap was the med- was the mainstream form of it. The kings of rap, if you look at it, like Jay Z, Puffy, even Biggie. You know, mm-hmm. and to me. I, I wish we could have talked more about Biggie today, but Biggie was the perfect example of the mixture of the two because he gives you real life stories, but he's making it entertaining. He's putting lush beats on it. He's making yeah. it clean for you before you can understand it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people take that style and they try to do it over, but it's not going to come the same. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, even though he did low key, you know, birthed uh, the next generation of hip hop, which was like Hove and Nas and all of them, for real, for real. Which to me, those are probably the closest things, closest ones, you know, to get to big as far as like telling the stories the way he would tell them and, and making them so visual to where you can see it while you're listening to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, man. Yeah, a lot of other, a lot of rappers, I guess nowadays can't duplicate that or can't can't do the same. You know what I what mean? What do you look at rappers nowadays? All right, we could take it back from when we first fell in love. What makes you keep loving hip hop? Like, how do you feel about what's going on now? And mm. what keeps I, your attention? I guess to now, it? I guess now for me, it's like you know, you just find your favorites that speak to you, you know what I mean? So me personally, my favorite is is somebody like Big Crit, who to me isn't as commercial as everybody else. Um, You know what I mean? He does his own, he does his own beats and, you know, writes his own lyrics and he still talks about, to me, things that, um, that mean something to me, you know what I mean? If you go back to his old mixtapes or his uh, even recent albums with Catalactica and different things like that, you know. Um, mm. For me personally, it's, it's guys like Big Crit that, that keep me uh, listening to uh, rap and hip-hop. Mm, that's powerful. Is it anybody like Noor or... Because I feel like we always going to be uh, a part of this hip-hop game, you know? So mm-hmm. where do you see is leading to now? You know, like, how do you feel? Because to me personally, I feel good about it because I feel like it is a lot of different people out there, you know? It is a different type of music. You have, you know, the party rap. You have the street rap. Then you have some people who is knowledge rap, you know? So mm-hmm. I feel like the hip-hop is bigger than what it ever been right now at this moment, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we can really take it back and make it just for us, it would be impossible, you know? We got to yeah. understand and accept that this is the world's music, you know? So either yeah. we're going to build our little society inside of hip-hop, or we're going to come to accept, you know, 
the terms of what it is. Yeah, and I just, I mean, at this point, um, I mean, to go to your first question to ask who now I, I would rock with, um, coming up. It's kind of tough, man. Um, obviously, I do like Lil Baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, just I the like way he the, the way he flows on on beats and stuff like that. I'm I'm a big fan of that. Polo it's, G, but again, Polo G. Yeah, he has a lot of substance in his rap, so I, I definitely like him a lot. So I, I even like Lil Dirk Baby. too, as well. Yeah. yeah, Dirk is Dirk. I've been listening to Dirk since 2010, so I can't call him new. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I yeah, you. I can't I, I can't word. call him new. So, um. But yeah, definitely Dirk is, is somebody as well that I listen to. I guess that's popping right now. Um, you know, the Meek Mill Championship album was was yeah. was, was great for me. Like I thought that was uh, an amazing album, as well as Nipsey with the Victory Lap. You know what I mean? So mm, yeah. I guess you got guys like that as well. Um, you know, yeah. For me, you know, I still stick to like a certain type of. Hip hop, so like the Griselda guys has been real good for me, you know. Like, yeah, Freddie Gibbs. I'm a big fan of Benny. I'm a big fan of Benny. I'm a big fan of Conway. I'm a big yeah. fan of West. All three of them, to be honest with you. Yeah, like Freddie, Bodie James, and Currency. You know, it's like it just shows me like hip hop has no age limit on it. You know, yeah, you don't have to. You know, you can find what you really want in hip hop if you really listen to different people and break outside of the box. So for me, I feel like these type of rappers is keeping it going because they still have the skill level and, you know, still yeah. bringing some type of presence to the mic. That's what's going to be my last question. Like, what I'm is it that tracks you to it? Because for me, like, skill level, your voice presence, and like, and 100% the beat selection, you know? Yeah, but well, I'm about to say as far my... as Griselda, they definitely the guys that bring it for me. That bring it back to that old feel, like you said that 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 voice presence, the beats, the even the lyrical content. You try, it just bring you back to that old feeling. You know, what I mean, like that, yeah, like the early '90s shit. So yeah, definitely Griselda. That's what's up. We can hit these joints if you want. Yeah, go ahead. How do you feel about 6ix9ine? Uh, How do you feel about 6ix9ine? I don't feel about 6ix9ine. Yeah, I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't feel I don't about really have no opinion on him at all. I don't really listen to his music. To be um, honest, I, I give you my honest opinion. I feel like 6ix9ine is bad for hip hop because it's like, He's making a mockery out of it, you know? Yeah. He's taking a lot of things and he's trying to play with it, you know? And it's okay to do that. I mean, you do, you choose your own path. But me personally, I don't respect that, you know what I mean? I don't respect anybody. It's not even about the snitching or anything like that. It's just yeah. about the form of disrespect towards the actual exactly. music. Exactly, exactly. And it's like, exactly. that's exactly what I mean. Like, it's not hip hop to me because it's more about selling records. Like, man, who cares, you know? What is you really mm -hmm. saying? You know, man, that's how yeah. I feel. I mean, all his song names are like weird, like Gaga, Google. It's like it was weird. cool for so it it's just cool not for me. Minute. It's just not for me. I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. It's not for me. But to me, I that's did like the one Gummo song, the first song. It was cool that song, but after that, and I really like, I guess, dug into and saw who he was and his character, and you know what he was trying to be like or whatever. And it just wasn't for me. So I mean, yeah, I, I don't feel about six months. 
Hey everybody, it's me, Tree. I'm just stopping in in these stereo streets, showing some love. What's up? What's up? Bless What's up, Tree? Blessings, blessings. Appreciate you, Tree. Quick question to you. This uh, love from uh, England. Obviously, I watch your show all the time. Um, quick question. Uh, have you man ever shagged a child? Check the child. No, I'm sorry, I haven't heard it. Check the child, but I would like to take a look at. It. I like a lot of yeah, UK I'll check rap. That out. I, I gotta I'll give a shout out to Skepta. You know what I mean? Like that's who I rocking with the UK. But I like the grime rap, the drill rap in UK. Much love. Blessings, blessings. Yeah. yeah man, Definitely, bro. That was a good second episode, man. I feel like I'm proud to speak about the thing I love the most. You know, hip hop. And what it means to me, I feel like it's important, you know? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Um, Like you said, man, I love hip-hop. Like I said earlier, I really don't even know, you know, where I would be or who I would be without it because it's just uh, been a part of my life since, you know, again, like I said, since I can remember, at least since nine, like I said, when I at least wrote my first rap. So, yeah, um, yeah, man. Appreciate y'all for joining us on the live today. You know what I'm saying? We be back with y'all next Tuesday for show. Yes, sir. And, appreciate um, you, Summer Slim, bro. God, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I feel like we appreciate got a bang on our hands. Dallas. Can't wait yeah, for next. We got week. one, man. We got one, man. We here. We here. Blessings, man. Appreciate y'all. Tune back in with us next Tuesday. You dig? Are we on ten yet? Yes, sir. Are we on ten yet? Love, yes, sir. Let's get it.